0: You know, there's very, was something very troubling. Even going back to 2016, the type of nefarious information, fake news stories that were spreading all over social media, and people were taking in, people were digesting, and then running with it. And and it, I, I think it probably did change the minds of some people at the polls when they went and voted for president in 2016. the, The propagating of false, I mean, patently false information is incredibly damaging, not only potentially about who you would vote for, but across all aspects of our lives. If there is just patently false, I mean, made up information and it becomes somewhat in the mainstream, well, there is something very nefarious about that. And since May, websites hosting AI uh, uh, tech created fake articles. It's increased more than 1,000% ballooning from just 49 sites that were putting out fake information to over 600. That's according to NewsGuard. They're an organization that tracks misinformation. And while historically there has always been some, some things, some bits of information or news that just isn't true, that make their way into the ether. Generally, it's pretty minuscule, or at least it can be tracked down easily with with the rise in A.I. It has become increasingly more difficult. Mackenzie Sadege is an acting news verification editor for NewsGuard and joins us. Mackenzie, good to have you.
1: Hi, thanks so much for having me.
0: What is causing this groundswell of misinformation to rise?
1: Sure. So the main factor behind this is the rollout of these chatbots and large language models. Now, while AI tech has existed for many years, it's increasingly becoming much more Publicly available for free, and as bad actors start to learn about these tools and how to weaponize them and use them to produce misinformation, we're seeing it spread at a much larger and cheaper scale than before.
0: Uh, one Washington Post article uh, cited one of these AI-generated stories. It was a story about uh, uh, Israel Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu uh, yes. and about a psychiatrist. Uh, you you did the investigation. Uh, Alleging that the psychiatrist had died and left behind a note suggesting that Benjamin Netanyahu had something to do with his death. But the psychiatrist didn't exist. But the story still circulated on Iranian TV. It was recirculated in Arabic and English and Indonesian media sites it was spread on TikTok, on Reddit, on Instagram. I mean, once it be once it hits the mainstream like that, how difficult is it to stamp down? Just the fact that it's just not true.
1: Correct. Yeah. Once it gets out there and it hits the mainstream, it's really hard to get you know the facts out there to the public, especially after it's spread far and wide, like you mentioned on social media and in Google search results and. Even when this claim was spreading, we had asked the AI chatbots, did Israeli prime minister's um, psychiatrist commit suicide? And it had repeated the false claim citing Mm. that fake AI-generated article. So that also goes to show how during these times of breaking news events, when the information isn't out there or they don't have the facts, these chatbots are also relaying these false narratives. So it can be really hard to get the truth out there once this – Narrative has already gotten stuck in so many people's heads.
0: Are are these chatbots being directed to to propagate false information? Are they being asked to write bogus stories, or or how 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 are they actually writing these things? What's the prompt?
1: Yeah. So these essentially what these people are doing is they're prompting the chatbots to produce content, and they'll give them a prompt. You know, write about this event or summarize this article from CNN and they'll repackage content from mainstream news sources. So they're prompting these chatbots with specific queries that are in line with the content that they publish on the site, whether that's about crypto or politics or any other topic. And the chatbots are producing that very quickly for them. And with a click of a few buttons, they're able to put that content out there and present it as traditional news and journalism
0: you know, the other part of this is, I mean, we're going to be getting to a presidential election uh, here in the United States in in the next year. But there are big happenings around the world, geopolitical events going on, wars going on. Um, Are are these chatbots directed towards these big events? Are they at random? Are they but they're mainly geared towards, it seems, big world happenings.
1: Yes. For the most part, they're directed toward the general news consumer. They cover a variety of topics. Some of them are focused specifically on health, others on U.S. politics, other on the Russia-Ukraine war. But as we approach the 2024 election, one thing we'll be looking closely at is looking at these types of websites that may or may not emerge in swing states and put out partisan content in an attempt to influence voters.
0: How difficult is it to track down this type of, of information?
1: So far, we've been able to track down these type of websites using the error messages that are commonly produced by chatbots. And so those are phrases like, sorry, as an AI language model, I cannot write this article for you mm. or something along those lines. And because of the presence of those error messages in the articles, we are able to detect that there is little to no human oversight but at the same time, we are only able to detect them because these sites are so low quality that these error messages are being published. So it's very likely that there are many more out there that are operating at a much more sophisticated level and can avoid detection much easily.
0: Is this just the the, the, the kind of scratching of the surface, if you will, of, of what these chatbots are able to do and, and the kind of... I guess, pull that they have, the the type of of response that they get from these fake stories. Is this is this just the beginning of something that that we could see in the future that becomes much more widespread, scaled?
1: Yes, I would say so. I mean, with the AI models, it goes beyond just these fake websites and these articles that they are producing in the past year we've seen the proliferation of deep fakes, fake AI generated photos that are being used to spread misinformation. And as these tools update and become more advanced, we're starting to see that deep fake content be a lot more convincing and realistic looking, which ultimately makes it even harder to detect. So I, I think as they advance, we're going to see the problem. I, I have just
0: 30 seconds left here. What, what do people need to look out for to, to, to determine if these are, are bogus stories?
1: I would say the main thing to look out for is the content creator and the ownership behind the site. Look at who is presenting your news, who it's funded by, and see if they're being transparent about who's producing the journalism that you're reading.
0: Mackenzie Sodegi, Acting News Verification Editor with NewsGuard. Thanks so much for the the time and the insight. Appreciate it.
1: Of course. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, you got it. Uh, interesting stuff. And this is this is when you consider, you go back to 2016 with the types of Efforts that we know Russia took part in, in creating and planting fake stories, fake memes, things like that. Um, That's one thing. But when you start talking about wide scale efforts to try to put out blatantly false information and it's shared thousands of times, that's a whole other ball of wax. Got to take a break. More next.